Hey everyone. As part of starting a podcast, uh, there's a little bit of a learning curve. We have the technology we need to be able to make this happen, but right now our volume kind of comes and goes, right? Sometimes it's a good volume, sometimes it's not awesome. Uh, so have a little bit of grace for us as we get all of the kinks figured out. Uh, the audio on this episode isn't perfect, but don't worry, we are working to figure it out and we can't wait to bring you quality content in the future. Uh, but for now, join us for the Forever Faith Podcast, episode one. Welcome back to Forever Faith Podcast. This will be episode one. I am Merritt, and I am currently here with Ryan. Hey, yo, that's me. And Ethan. Hola, that's me. Today, we've got uh, some couple things to talk about, but let's start off with, uh, how's your day going, Ethan? Going pretty well. Uh, I had to drive over here in rain, 35W. It was pretty all right. Hey, on, you man. know, at Rain least the sun wasn't in your eyes that time, right? Yeah, that is true. Right. Yeah. Come on, man. Rain ain't nothing. We drive in ice. Yeah, Ryan? that's true. That's true. If Here in Minnesota, we spend half the year sliding around. We can do rain. Yeah. Yeah, we can. That's good stuff. Yeah. No, I, uh, I'm busy. I've got so many things piling up during my week. I just got to uh, push through and uh, figure it out, right? That's how this works. Amen. No, it's good stuff. Good stuff. Merritt, how about you? What's going on in your world? Um, just kind of woke up this morning. My dad wanted me to go for a run. And then... Uh, did you? I kind of did. How far? It was only like a mile. Okay, better than what I do, so that's fine. Yeah, afterwards I went over to my grandma's and uh, help her, tried to help her put up a fence gate, and then I told her it was too small. <laughs> okay, well, something to work on for the future, I suppose. Yep. Fair enough, fair enough. So, uh, we got some fun stuff to talk about today, yeah? We uh, uh, started reading a book together. Um, and so I think uh, I, we haven't exactly come up with the right name for this segment, but we're just going to start out by calling it Book Club, if that's all right with you guys. Sounds pretty good. I'm all right with it. Yeah, sounds good. So uh, we, we started reading a book called The Reason for God by Timothy Keller. Um, guys, tell me, tell me, in your world, who you interact with, um, how many people have uh, a skepticism about God or about religion? I'd say a good amount have a skepticism, whether it's positive or negative, whether they believe or don't, and some of them just don't care. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, typically, my dad, he doesn't do anything with, he's not a religious type of person, mm -hmm. so I have to kind of be a little not so... Right. It's hard to talk about sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. really hard to talk to them about it. Absolutely. Um, I, I wonder, um, in, in our world, we tend to have a couple different kinds of people when it comes to religion. You know, we have the religious types who are kind of leaning in and trying to figure out what they believe, like, about God and whatnot. 
Um, and then we have people who are pushing back against that. So we, we, we pit religious people versus the skeptics, which is um, kind of an interesting thing. Uh, how do you feel that these two groups treat each other most of the time? I say they kind of, in my experience, they kind of uh, ignore each other. They kind of don't talk about whose side and everything. But on the other hand, some people argue about it. And I don't think that's the right way of confronting, not confronting, but like talking about it. Sure, like having that discussion. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it can be interesting. Um, even talking to other people who go just to like different churches or talking to people who go to the same church, it's like they all have their questions and why they believe or why they question some things like things yeah. that they've gone through that make them question what's really going on or think different things about it yeah absolutely uh, when when in in the book at the very beginning uh the author chooses to just kind of lay a groundwork like why is this book happening like why did he even write the thing and he he talks a little bit about how uh, these two sides tend to pit against each other in kind of a negative way, right? So there's always the, hey, I'm right, you're wrong, and uh, if we disagree, it's you know not necessarily because you're wrong because you made a mistake. It's you're wrong because you're crazy or you're evil. Um, you know, ha have you guys seen that play out in our world today? I I have. Uh, for me, when I was younger, I used to go to a Catholic school, private Catholic school, and all the time I would hear people argue. They would always say, oh, that's not real, or this is false, everything. And I kind of stayed out of it. I wasn't really a big part of right. the arguing or confronting or being a believer or non-believer. But I have noticed that there is a lot of controversy, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. How, how was your experience interacting with, uh, I guess you weren't the one having those arguments, but you heard other people. Did, did you feel like they did a good job of expressing their arguments and understanding the other side, or did it feel a lot more like hitting your head against the wall? For some people, it did feel like they were having good points and, not facts, but like good points and everything. Sure. Um, but for some other people, it was just like, like you said, hitting their head against a wall. Like they didn't know what they were talking about and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we, our culture tends to do that a lot, don't they? I agree with that a lot. You'd sometimes try to have a discussion with somebody and you can start it off as just kind of just trying to give a little bit of a opinion or experience and they can change it to get emotional about it and yeah and we we all fall into that trap sometimes too yeah. right like we're we're all human and uh, i i hope part of our podcast can be figuring out how to work through some of that right let's ask good questions uh let's wrestle with these things um at the end of the day um you know keller defines doubt as an alternate belief you know some people say like oh you either believe something or you don't believe it and, and you know, there, there's middle ground there, too. You can believe something and wonder about it at the same time, but that wondering is still a belief in itself. 
And so part of doing the work to do things the right way is to ask the question, why do I believe what I believe? And why does the other person believe what they believe? And learn to talk about it, assume that the other person has good reasons for it, and try and figure those out instead of just trying to throw them under the bus. And that, that's the hardest part about this kind of conversation, but it's also where we can have the most growth. Uh, so the very first chapter in this book is uh, called, There Can't Be Just One True Religion. And, you know, he talks about how uh, there's a slippery slope when it comes to religion. There's objections to religion, and one of them, especially Christianity, and one of them is uh, every religion is equally valid or invalid, as some say. Uh, kind of, how, how often have you heard that stated when it comes to uh, religion? How often have I heard that some religions are false? Yeah, e either it? either they're all the same in that they're all true, or they're all the same in that they're all false. You know, people can come at that from a couple different sides. Uh, me, I can't say if I've ever heard most of that, where someone would say someone else's religion is false, but I've have heard people say that it's wrong that you shouldn't follow that religion it's gonna lead you down to a wrong path and i feel like if you believe in that religion just believe in it no one can tell you what to do or not but uh yeah yeah that makes sense i what i hear you saying is, a, is that this is a very personal thing that you, you can't rely on somebody else to tell you what to think about it or what you yep. should think about it. Absolutely. Um, have you have you heard that talked about, Merritt, that they're you know either all right or all wrong or kind of in between? I have a little bit. It's not a very common thing. It's usually just, no, I don't think that's what's going on. Or, yeah, I do think that's what's going on. But it's usually not calling out a religion. But there are few discussions I've had where it's like someone doesn't believe where they'll believe one religion but they don't believe another one is going at it the right way yeah that makes sense um, you know one one word that is thrown around is exclusivity right religion is exclusive it's the I'm right you're wrong mentality how do you feel about that I feel like that leads to a lot of issues how's trying that? to believe that yours is the one way that's right and not thinking that other people have good ideas too and that can lead to a lot of fights and um big arguments and issues yeah i i agree with merit um with the whole you're right and i'm wrong thing it could lead to a whole bunch of conflicts and problems other than just being like, oh, okay, so that's that, and then this is what I'm going to do, and just coming to a compromise about it, kind of like that. Yeah, I mean, wh when it comes to personal beliefs, especially something as strongly held as religious beliefs, um, th there is some danger there, right? We've seen this through history where um, religious people begin to feel superior to other people, right? They, they begin to say, hey, I've got the truth. And so if you're not as devoted as I am, I'm going to get away from you. Or, um, and once that starts happening, it's super easy to start putting stereotypes on other people. Or 
uh, caricaturize other people. You know, kind of. You, you know, when you ever go to a fair and there's people drawing those cartoons and they make you look like you have a giant nose. Yeah. Uh, we start taking one feature of another group and kind of their beliefs, and we define them by it. Um, and that makes it super easy to marginalize people and to say they're less than me, therefore they're not worth it. Their time isn't worth it. And that that's a very dangerous slope. Uh, so so how do you think people deal with that in our world? You know, wi with you know religion kind of causing problems. How how do you think we you know deal with that? I think some people blow it off, only like a certain few, and then some others will probably battle back at it. They will. They will uh, kind of say what they don't want to say, like what they've had deep down inside about that religion. If it gets heated enough, if it gets worse and worse and worse, um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like a lot of the ways that people deal with stuff like that isn't very good. Um, you get into arguments that like your way is right and when someone has a belief that's what they believe in it's hard to change what they believe without them first wanting to accept it or being able to accept it but if right, they have being able to understand it right yeah that's but if they have a strong opinion towards it then there's almost nothing that could change their mind. Sure, absolutely. And, and so it, cultures have tried to come at this a few different ways. You know, there there have been bad things coming out of religion before. We like we see that. That's true. There there is this marginalizing thing, and, and so some people just straight up outlaw religion. Right? There, there's other countries where they say religion's not allowed. There's there's nothing. Um, how how do you think that works out most of the time? Uh, 100% bad all the time. <laughs> sure. Well, like, what kind of things happen that way? Uh, people will have an outburst about, like, that's not true. That's not right. And with religion, I'm going to say something that's kind of sketchy here. But all right. Let's talk um, it out. That's fine. This is a safe place to talk things out. It's, it's, m religion is more about your opinions, basically. And in the real world, your opinions don't matter, but people make them matter. Sure, yeah. And, like, opinion is never right or wrong, but everyone says your opinion's wrong or your opinion's right. Um, and I think that's the problem that we kind of have, that kind of deals into that, is when someone takes the opinion and says it's wrong and they fight it the whole time instead of just agreeing with it and telling them the other person, oh, this is what I think it'll add a whole bunch of conflict into what should be just a conversation, a nice conversation. Yeah, and, and what I hear you saying is one of the very common um, reactions, especially to Christianity, but again to all, all different religions, is kind of the question, isn't it arrogant to assume that you've got the truth? Yeah. You know, isn't it arrogant to try and convince other people to... Uh, live life and follow your own way. No, I, I definitely hear that, and I think you're in really good company kind of with, with that idea and that concept for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, and I mean, I, I, th I think you're right with the groups that try and outlaw religion. It doesn't really work out that well. Um, you know, I interestingly, years ago, 
um, there's a statement that religion is dying, that the world is becoming more secular, and as we learn about science, and as we learn about medicine, and as we le we'll learn about the world, that we won't need religion anymore. And interestingly enough, the opposite has happened, where we actually have more people turning to religion now than ever before, that the, the numbers of people in pretty much every major religion in the world is still growing. And yet at the same time, we also have the number of skeptics are also growing. And so th these numbers are both going up. It's not kind of a one or the other thing. So I, I have a question. Why, yeah. do you, why do you think that is? Uh, well, I think, you know, the easy answer is, you know, the world population's going up, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> so there's more people available for that. Um, I, I, I think a couple different things. You know, the, the first thing that comes to mind is um, people need hope. Yeah. Um, th there needs to be something more than our, you know, I, I hate to say it this way, but there has to be something more than our tiny little lives, right? Th yes. There has to be more to life. There has to be more to the world than just going through life and then dying. There has to be a purpose for living, basically. Yeah, like a purpose, absolutely. I believe the book brings us up in a part of it where it says the reason we're getting more secular is there's less of a need for religion. Like, we used to need it for hope and stuff like that. And he's, and man was trying to say that we don't need that anymore because we're not going through the dark times. We're advancing and as we get more technological that we'll need it less and less and prove is wrong less and less. Right. Do, do you think that's true that we don't need hope as much as we did? I no, feel no, like it's, it's not a question as if we need it as much as more why we need it. Back then, we were going through horrible times, and people needed it to be to be able to see the light and what was going on. Now it's like we need hope to see where everything's going, because we don't have a lot of the issues that we used to have, and we do still have some issues, and that might be still why why people still need faith and religion. But I feel like now it's also with times changing. We need it for more of our own personal health and little issues that we're going through. I, I wanna I wanna bring something up here. Um, is there such thing as truth? The issue, I I believe there is a truth, but you bring up a very good question because you look at some facts and they're like well the facts say this is the truth but we don't know really what the truth is yeah and so yeah there, there's a little bit of ignorance there like we don't know what the truth is but th this question's bigger than that is there such thing as truth well for me it depends on what is the truth Sure. Like, is it a fact or is it with beliefs and everything? Let's let's go the bare bones definition. Something that is true, regardless of what you believe about it, regardless of what you know about it, whether you understand it or not. Is there such thing as truth? I would say yes. I would say now that we have learned about stuff and we've learned uh, what we have is facts. 
And I'm not necessarily saying facts are the truths. I'm just saying they're most likely the thing that most people would say are truths. Like facts are things that we already know. Sure. Things that are the basically the truth, you know? Um, so I would say, for me, I would just say facts. I would say facts are the truth, are the definition of a truth. Sure. So let, let's push this into religion. Is it possible that there are facts when it comes to religion, and yet people have different opinions on those facts? I would say yes. Sure. What do you think, Marin? I think yes, there are facts, and yes, there is a truth. I think most of religion, though, we will never know what the truth is, though. Sure. Because... It's been, there's been recent findings that prove like, yeah, Jesus was a guy, but you don't know. And there's an argument from just between different religions. Yeah, well, who, is Jesus? Was he? Yeah. Yeah. Was he actually God like Christianity teaches or was he just another prophet in a long line? You know, some people argue, sure, he was, you know, divine and he had power from God, but he wasn't actually God himself, right? There's kind of this ongoing discussion. And uh, spoiler alert, that that's one of the conversations that's coming up in this book for sure. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to our chance to kind of dive a little bit deeper on that topic. And kind of going back to the whole truth and facts thing. Yeah. Um, how do we not know that the Bible has been maybe tampered with ah great question also one coming up in future weeks yeah. uh i i love that topic uh but just for the sake of uh saving some information for later let's uh let's hold off a little bit yeah all right no that's good um how do you feel about people uh wanting to save other people right so so there's kind of this sense of um, within Christianity of, hey, there's truth here. I, I want people to be able to know God, to be uh, safe from hell or safe from sin or safe, you know, whatever. Uh, there's this, I want people to know God so that they can experience joy in their life, right? Um, how do you feel about uh, essentially evangelism, sharing faith with other people? You know, you know, every religion has some of this, right? So it's the, hey, I've got the truth and I want you to experience this as well. What does that uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, no, it's a hard question. It, it, it's difficult because uh, it's... Yeah, go uh, ahead. My bad. Um, I was going to say that with pushing uh, another religion to save someone, I say you shouldn't push it. I say you should just nudge at it a little bit and sure. help them and... Once they grow into it a little bit and they want to know more about it, then you should go all out. Go all out. Bring them. Do sure. everything. Um, but if you saying like if they're in a tight spot and they didn't know what a religion was or basically for a person, I'd say, yeah, you, you should. If you believe in something and you believe that this, that belief will give someone hope, and will save them from a dark path, I think you should go and do it. Like, Yeah, um, I, I, I want to push back on that a little bit. 
um, kind of going uh, adding the truth conversation into that. Okay. Um, if somebody believes that you know their perspective is right, that it's healthy, that it's helpful, that it's best for somebody else, isn't it wrong for them not to try and help that other person? Isn't it wrong for them? to ignore it, to say, hey, I've got something great to either save you from something or to give you joy, hope in your life, and then to hold back. Isn't it wrong to keep somebody from that happiness? Depends. Like, are you saying keep them from the religious part Yeah, of absolutely. Just to stay silent, even though you believe uh, that what you have is good. I am... Um I would say that would be wrong to not tell them about it, to not introduce them to it, because they have they have the choice if they want to continue on with the hope, with a great religion and everything, right? Or if they want to just stay themselves and not. Absolutely, and I, I, I just want to be clear: I'm not talking about forcing somebody to no, believe yeah. something, right? No. Like we're we're talking about dialogue and conversation and sharing here. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's kind of what we're doing here. We're, we're sharing perspectives, asking questions, and seeing kind of where, where we come down on some of these things. I, I think one reaction to what you just talked about is people say, well, let's just keep it private, right? Let's just keep religion um, in your own head, maybe in your own home. But when we all come together in public, when we're trying to solve problems, let's just not bring uh, religious views up at all. Um, and I think this is kind of what uh, the United States has been trying to do for a little while, right? You know, it's, it's difficult to even bring something up uh, because it's almost frowned upon. It, it's something that, uh, you know, people try and say like, oh, you're the close-minded one because you're trying to shove religion down my throat because you talked about it in public. Uh, kind of how, how have you seen that play out in our world? I feel like the reason people try to keep it private is because they believe something different and they don't want to hear it. I f and oh, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the issue with keeping something like that private is it's a part of who it is or who they are. And that makes up how they make decisions and it can change ideas on things. It shouldn't be something that should just be kept totally out of the equation because at that point it's just someone just trying to suppress it it's not just trying yeah. to keep it to yourself it's trying to push it away because if you have to make decisions but then not bring that into it you're slowly forcing someone to close off that part of themselves yeah exactly uh, that, that's a really good point you know what you're guaranteeing that one segment of the population has to give up something of themselves in order to even have a conversation. You know, it, and for some people, that might be one of the most important things about them, or at least in their own mind. Um, so, so what what is religion? You know, what what do you guys see that as? And I know I know the book went into a couple different thoughts on that, but I just want to see just top of your head, kind of where where are you sitting right now? If you had to d explain what religion is to somebody. What is religion? It's a belief. It's, it, it's, it's a. How do I word it? Yeah, words are hard. Um. It's basically just a belief to give you hope, and I'm not saying it's just that. But if you want an easy, like, really, 
easy way to say it. Sure. So a belief to give you hope is kind of a summary of what you're talking about. Yes. Sure. And if you wanted to go more in detail about it, it would be more of like, it's a way of life. It's a way to, it's basically another way to live. Sure. Yeah. I like that. It's a great way to live. Yeah. I I think that definition hits pretty close to, you know, one of the definitions he talked about for sure. Uh, What do you think, Merritt? How would you define religion? I feel like religion can be just about anything. It's the way, as Ethan's last point, the way you live. And it's something that you can live by, something that you believe. But I feel like a lot of time we put religion into just like the major beliefs, like Christianity, Hinduism, the big ones like that. But religions can be way smaller things, just like if you didn't believe in any of that. You could say um, just cars or something like that. Sure. You live your life by cars, and it's just how you live your life. Everything to you is about just having a new car or having a nice car. It's just how you want to live life and what one of your most important things is. Yeah, I, I like how you went a little deeper than just it's a belief about God. Right. Because, you know, th- that's true. Like it's some some people define religion as it's your thoughts and feelings on spiritual things. Well, there's religions out there that aren't really on the spiritual side. They're like everything is physical. There is no God. There is no whatever. And that it's still a religion. And so so then, you know, some people talk, you know, change the definition a little bit. Um, but, at, but at the end of the day, uh, Tim Keller kind of uh, shows uh, religion as not just a belief in God or the supernatural. Um, but our personal beliefs that um, explain what life is all about. You know, who are we? What are the most important things that humans should do? You know, a word that he, he uses is worldview. How do you view the world? And I think that's kind of what both of you were getting at because everybody has an identity. You know, we, we all have something like that. And so our, our faith assumptions that we have don't necessarily have to be about God you know, they, they can be about anything in life. And sometimes people assume uh, that their belief, you know, part of their belief is that God doesn't exist. And that's part of their worldview. You know, it, it, that's the same kind of thought as that we define religious thought, even though they might not consider themselves to be religious. Um, uh, I saw you writing something down. Is there something you want to add? Uh, no, I was just writing a reminder for me. Sounds good. I love reminders. Um, so let, let's kind of move move on. So we kind of talked about how um, you know a lot of people say there can't just be one true religion. I got one one more point uh, before we move on to the last section. But um, some people say you can't know that your religion is true, right? And, and I think I heard some of that from both of you. And I, you know I I get that. You know we can't know everything. That's yeah. fair. Um, and, and the analogy that likes to get thrown around is the uh, a couple of blind men uh, who go in and uh, touch an elephant, right? So, so one person uh, touches the trunk, and they're like, oh, this thing's kind of like a snake. You know, it's it, whatever, cylindrical. Uh, somebody goes to the leg, and it's, you know, a big, solid, like, tree stump kind of thing. You know, one person maybe, uh, you know, elephants have that tiny little tail, right? So, like, just that thing. Or somebody comes across its side and touches the side. So it's this big wall of an animal. And so they all describe different things about the elephant, um, you know, and the, the pushback to that is, um, how do you see the whole elephant, right? 
Like, like when, when, when we're criticizing religion, saying, well, they're all looking at, you know, some people say they're all looking at different parts of the same thing. You know, so that, that's the argument saying that everybody's worshiping the same God. But how, how do you, making that argument, how do you see the full picture? What how did you get that information that we're all looking at the same thing that all of these different world religions who have been around for hundreds of years don't have, right? It's uh, basically just you. Like, you think of different things than other people. Right. So let's say you go touch an elephant's uh, right foot. Right. And you're like, oh, this is like a tree. And then I go touch the little tail. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, this is like a horse tail or something. Sure, yeah. We all have different thoughts and we all have different opinions and many people can agree on same opinions many people can agree on thoughts and stuff but it's just that everyone thinks differently yeah. everyone everyone if you ask let's say you go up to 10 people they're all religious and you ask them one question to all of them and the question is what do you think god is or what do you think the re religious is? Every I guarantee you, every single one of them will have a different. <laughs> They'll have a different answer. I think yeah. you're right about that for sure. You know, but but I think kind of where we're coming at is there there's something that you know is out there, right? We we all believe in something one yeah. way or another. We we have our different world views about, we see the world differently, we experience the world differently, we have different people around us. You know, and we, we skipped a whole lot of content here, right? Like, yeah. we, th there's no way we were comprehensive. Um, you know, if uh, any of our listeners want to give feedback, uh, definitely email foreverfaithpod at gmail.com and kind of let us know if you want us to maybe zero in on more specific topics as we continue uh, reading or if uh, kind of a broad overview is good because uh, we, we didn't really come to very many conclusions here, right? We just asked a lot of questions. Yeah. Um, but the, the last piece I think um, we, we kind of want to bring up um, is, you know, as Timothy Keller does, and obviously he's a Christian, right? He's coming at it from that worldview and he's kind of describing things. Yep. Uh, but what I appreciate about him is he wants to start from the doubt questions. You know, he's not just saying, hey, I'm right, you're wrong. He's like, okay here's what I believe and here's why. And I see that you disagree with me on these points and here's why. And he, he, he doesn't take cheap shots, right? He, he's asking the real questions and things. But he also is honest about his own beliefs too. He, he also jumps in and says, you know, this is what Christianity is. You know, so if there is a God, right, how, how do you think the, the most people say we appease him? What, what do people do? Did you say what do people do to... Yeah, to like e either get into heaven if that's the faith system or to uh, uh, relate to God or to appease him or kind of kind of what does religion ask of people most of the time? Uh, I would say that to follow, just to follow the path, just sure. to follow... The rules, sure. if there are any rules for that religion. And, and what, what are the rules there for? Just to guide them down the path. Sure. Guide them, basically guide them to the path, to heaven or... Yeah, absolutely. Whatever religion guides you down to it. Mm -hmm. uh, Merritt, what do you think? What do most religions ask of the people who follow them? 
they all ask different ways to get them to what they see as the better life, whether it's this life, some religions, the next life or an afterlife. Right. Absolutely. And basically everything that they're trying to ask is whether you give stuff up or do different things, it's all to make your, to give yourself a better chance later. Right. Yeah. I, I, I think you're right. There's always this forward looking thing. You know, a lot of religions is here's the rules, right? Here's how to live life, do the right thing, be nice to people. Don't, don't murder, don't steal, you know, all of these upright good things, which I absolutely agree with. Um, you know, uh, Keller describes it as the moral improvement view. You're improving yourself. The goal is to get better. The goal is to be a better person morally, to do what's right. Uh, that's kind of how you practice that religion. And here, here's, the, here's the funny thing. In these religions, if you aren't a good person, you failed. You, you didn't win at the religion, and you, you're either out or you got to make up for it. Um, Christianity is exactly the opposite of that. So instead of God asking you to do a whole bunch of things, the whole point is you're not good enough. You already screwed it up, and God's coming and choosing and sending somebody else to take your place. And, and so he, he's trying to differentiate the two, right? So he, he's saying that Christianity is different from these other, other religions in this way. Um, he's saying that people who say all religions are the same, he's like, uh, that's not true, and here's an example why. So, so you know that risk of religions, uh, people, religious people feeling superior to others, and that can lead them towards mistreating other people? Um, according to him, he's saying that Christian teachings are the opposite of that. That there are going to be people nicer and wiser and smarter than you outside of Christianity, and that's normal because we're all screwed up, and that's the starting place. Um, have you ever experienced Christian people maybe not being the nicest people, that they still take advantage of others? Yes. Uh, I almost said all the time, but it's not all the time. Sure, yeah. Um, but no, I have experienced some Christian people being not so nice. Absolutely. Shouldn't be not so nice. Absolutely. Do you, do you think it was because of their Christian beliefs, or do you think it's because they didn't take their beliefs to heart? I think it's because they didn't take their beliefs to heart, or they just couldn't see what the beliefs were. They didn't, or they didn't get it right away. They didn't get, um, like they misunderstood something, maybe. Sure. So something was either lost in translation or something didn't sink in. Yes. Absolutely. Correct. You, you know, the, the thing I, you know, obviously you know I'm a Christian. This has been pretty clear this whole time. I'm not trying to hide that. Um, one of the things that I really love about Christianity is kind of the heart behind it, that Christians were the, uh, you know, who, you know, look at Jesus as the example of the guy who died for his enemies, right? He prayed that his enemies would find the truth, right? That That's, that's weird. And, and when... Christian people who did take that to heart, right, who decided to abide by that and try and follow his example, all of a sudden changed the world. You know, the, in, in early, uh, uh, under Roman rule, there was a huge difference between rich people and poor people. 
right? There's still a big difference now, but back then it was even bigger and greater. There was no interaction that was positive between the two. And yet, for some reason, uh, the Christian faith brought in people of, you know, all socioeconomic status. You know, the, the Christian faith, for some reason, brought women into the group and said, hey, you matter and you have a voice and what you have to say is good. And at, at the time, historically, that was unheard of. That wasn't allowed, yeah. right? Um, there, during the plagues, uh, the Christians stepped in and they cared for the sick and the dying, sometimes at the expense of their own life. And that, that's a really uh, shocking thing. Like, I, I'm going to be honest, maybe I still have something to learn but I think I would have a hard time with that. I would have a hard time with that. I think everyone would maybe have a hard time with that. Yeah. Nowadays, people would have a hard time with that. But yeah. back then, I feel like it w- was kind of normal for them to do that because they were always kind of in a hard time. Sure. Uh, and for us, I feel like it would be a little bit harder for us to do those good deeds. Maybe. To do the uh, although I want to push back a little bit because we're in some pretty hard times right now, aren't we? Eh, sort of, yeah, I yeah. guess. I mean, ju- just for our listeners' uh, context, we're um, multiple months into the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, yeah. There's a lot of issues going on in our world right now. Um, depression rates have been skyrocketing even before COVID, and it's just getting worse from here on out. So, I, you know, I, I would absolutely want to say that we've got a hard times going now, too. You know, I, I think this conversation is really timely. Uh, people are looking for hope. They're looking for something to believe in, but they don't want to just believe it because someone tells them to, right? You know, they, they want to be able to think it through. They want it to make sense. Um, and I hope as we continue our conversation that we can kind of figure some of these things out and, uh, you know, may, maybe present something in a new way that uh, other people haven't thought of before. Uh, so as we wrap up kind of book club time, uh, what, what's kind of one thought that uh, you're thinking about right now that uh, you maybe want our listeners to be thinking about as well? Just to say that you're not alone. There's always people out there. Absolutely. You always have questions. Ask them. Don't be afraid. Yeah. No, we, we got you. We, we love questions here. You know, there's no bad questions. Well, there's probably bad questions, but we'll <laughs> pretend like there's no bad questions. Yeah. A- anything that you're thinking about, Merritt, that you think other people should know? I feel like the point of trying to spread stuff is to give them the opportunity to listen. Mm, So by putting this out here, we're not trying to push this on anybody because you're not forced to listen to it. We're not forcing you to listen to it. I I don't know. I think think we should take some people off the street, tie them up in a room and just blast it. (laughs) Uh, You know, that, that sounds like a really effective way. Well, I feel like the issue with that is it's, it's not on their terms, so they won't listen. Right. They won't want to listen, and they won't accept it. The only thing we can do is put something like this out here and hope that whoever needs it finds it. Absolutely. And That's it helps wonderful. them. Good stuff. I like it. Uh, yeah, so I'll just wrap up our uh, book club time. Book club, is that what we're calling it, I guess? We'll figure it out. Yeah, if, we'll uh, listeners, if you have any ideas of what to call that segment, email foreverfaithpod at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I think this is a conversation that we need to have, that it's okay uh, to have your belief figured out, right? And yeah. it's also okay to have doubts. That's normal. That, and let's work together to try and figure those things out. 
Um, so yeah, let's let's close that. Let's move on, guys. I have a question for you. How are you dealing with the world right now? You know, schools starting up uh, in a month, less than a month. My goodness, time flies. Yeah, it does. Um, how are you feeling about that? Do you feel ready? Do you feel nervous? What's going on in your minds? I'm anxious about it because, like you said, the head nebic COVID-19 is still coming on, and it's a little crazy. Um, but I'm, yeah, I, I'm anxious for it because I'm going to have to go to school. Well, my mom wants me to go to school because right. I'm not that good at it. So... I can't really do, I don't really want to do the option of online because I distract myself so much. So Yeah, it's hard to do online, isn't it? Yeah, so the more I'm at school, the better, I believe. Sure. Uh, is that what it looks like is going to happen? You're going to be able to be in person most of the time? Uh, it's either two days a week or you just stay home the whole I time. I see. So, you, so. You, you'd prefer doing the two days a week because more in-person time helps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're giving us a couple of options. Well, really, there's two options. You can either do the hybrid or the full-time distance learning. I gotcha. And the hybrid, um, there's they split us up into two groups, and two groups will go Tuesday, Wednesday, and the other group will go Thursday, Friday. I see. So kind of uh, breaking up the week a little bit. Keeping you mean Monday, Tuesday? Because Wednesday is like the day. Nope. Nope. That's not our school. Our school wasn't smart enough to figure that part out. Oh, Interesting. Yeah, that is true. Well... I suppose we'll have to figure that out. Um, you're not the only people dealing with this. That, you know, no, I, it you know, it seems like nobody knows what's going on. We're all just trying to figure it out on the fly. I I hope that our listeners are uh, figuring out that we have to have a little bit of extra grace with people, right? Yes. Um, if you could give just a little bit of advice uh, to somebody else in your position who's just really nervous about what's coming up because they don't really know, kind of, what would you tell them? I'd say, hang on. There's really not much you can do about it. It's just you got you just gotta hang on, take sure. it day by day. How how do you do that? How how do you hang on? I'd say if you wanna hang on, just do the best you can every day. Don't worry about tomorrow, don't worry about the next week. Just worry about today. Sure. Do what you can today. Like just if you have a goal in mind that you need to work out every day, do it. It's yeah. don't worry about the next day. That'll throw you off. Gotcha. So don't worry about the future kind of just yes. like push through today. Do your best. See what. Mm. All right. Go from there. I like that. Merritt, do you have any advice? Yeah, I feel like it's. He had a point where you can't really do anything about it. The only thing you can do is how you think about it and what you do with it. Right. Either way. If you guys are if it's you're lucky and you go to a small school and you're returning to full in person, that's great. But the rest of the country, the rest of the world isn't like that. Right. Everybody's going to be going through different things. And the only way you can really get through it is by just kind of accepting what's going on and dealing with it the best way you can, Absolutely. whether it's just accept it and move on and keep going the way it, like it's normal or it's you find something different to do to fill the differences great i love it no that's good advice guys yeah i mean uh if you if, if you're listening to this and you just need some support or somebody to talk to uh we'd love to be a part of that we'd love to help because uh we think everybody deserves a community right everybody deserves people to be able to chat with and kind of get through life together uh so definitely definitely let us know um 
kind of what's uh, going on. Um, so yeah, with that, I think it's about time for us to wrap this whole thing up. Yeah, so uh, thanks for listening to our first episode of the Forever Faith Podcast. Um, we do have an email, foreverfaithpod at gmail.com. Um, send stuff you'd like, questions, comments on how we're doing. If you'd like any advice, let us know what's going on and we'll give it, we'll uh, try to put in another episode and whether you want it to be anonymous or not, just let us know. We won't have to mention you. Yeah, good advice, good advice, good advice. So with that, uh, let's make it a wrap. I'm Merritt. Uh, I'm Ethan. And I'm Ryan. And this was episode one of Forever Faith. See you later, guys.